It's time for Defending the Faith with Pastor Kenny Word of Gospel Lighthouse Church in Bossier City. Defending the Faith uses foundational principles, fundamental teachings, and faithful preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to influence the world and strengthen believers in their daily walk. And now, here's Pastor Kenny Word. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Defending the Faith. Hey, I'm Pastor Kenny Word from Gospel Lighthouse Church, and I'm your host here on this program. We want to thank you for joining us on this Friday edition of Defending the Faith. Today is a special program. Have our friends, the Trejo family, with us back in the studio today. And I want to go ahead and, and welcome Joey and Daniel Trejo back to the studio. Hello, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hi. <laughs> how's everything going in the Trejo world? Good, good. Just staying busy. Some a little too busy than uh than I can handle sometimes, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> what um the Trejo family, they are members of our church down at Gospel Lighthouse Church and they have been members there longer than I have. Okay. <laughs> They've been members there for a long time. Um so what we're going to do this morning is we're going to talk about how God has just done great things in this family's life. We're so excited about what God has been doing. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we like to uh, feature here on Defending the Faith is other ministers or ministries that are like-minded as we are, that uh, desire God to move in great and powerful ways and, and reach out and take big, bold steps of faith. And so one of the reasons why we wanted to bring the Trejo family uh, to the airwaves today is because they've taken a huge step of faith. Uh, they just launched out with a new business, um, which is a, a food truck service business uh, called You Need a Taco. Um, so I want to just uh, talk to you guys. Um, what led you to this point? How did you get from where you were to where you are now? And, and how did God lead you along this path? Well, um, it wasn't easy. Uh, you know, we had a bunch of missteps on the way that, you know, things, setbacks, I guess you could say. But, um, you know, uh, just having faith, that's the only thing that really got us here. That, that is really the only thing. You know, many times I know I wanted to give up. I was just like, I'm done. I mean, like, I can't do this. Broke my hand in the process. And I was just like, I'm done. I can't do this. This is too much. And then even now, I mean, like. There's sometimes, you know, there's so much to do and it's just not enough hours in the day. And like, I just want to give up. I don't you know, it's a, it's such a good we're such a good team because like when I'm down, she's good and she can help lift me. But then she gets down and usually that's when I can stay strong and try to help lift her. And it's it's just funny how that happens. And then, of course, every now and then, you know, there are those times we're both just like, oh, feel defeated. But we know <laughs> You know, they, everything's for a purpose. You know, everything's a test, you know, that got to get through. And that's just, that's all we can do is keep the faith. So after owning a business for a while <clears throat> at a restaurant, it wasn't good, the dynamic of the whole thing for us at the time. And so I guess God had another plan for us to open another business. And this was our way back in the restaurant business. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's amazing sometimes how God will allow uh, some of our own dreams or things that we're really good at. He'll allow those things to die. Right. I mean, he, he will right. literally bring them to nothing. And that's, you know, kind of where you guys are coming from, you yeah. know. And sometimes God will do that in order to bring something better and new to the surface. And, um, you know, one of the things that I, I really... 
um, admire about what you guys are doing, and I'd like for you guys to talk about it. Um, but you guys also are participating with a ministry called Four Hearts Ministry um, in providing food for those that don't have it. Uh, can you maybe um, explain to the listening audience um, how you got started in that and what exactly you do, how, you're, how you are uh, helping in that ministry? Well, you know, uh, it's Four Hearts Ministry, um, and they are great. I love them. They are just wonderful people, everybody who's involved in that. Um, Gail and Andrea, 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 Andrea. I mean, they're wonderful. Um, of course, everyone who we work with, you know, we just do the, we go help serve, of course. Um, you know, we just provide a little sandwich bag. You know, we don't do much food. Now, this week, we actually are going to do it all. Um I told her that, you know, I wanted because my schedule's coming up, getting real full. I wanted to do it later on, but I said, I'm never going to be a good time. I'm just going to do it this Sunday, but we're actually going to, you know, provide everything. They're going to do some desserts and stuff, but I wanted, I've been wanting to do more, and I'm going to try to do this a little more often like this. Try to, you know, because I know they put their hearts and yeah, souls into everything. <laughs> Every, all their money goes to, I mean, you know, they just, you know, and like she said, God provides, you know, she doesn't yes. know what she's going to do, and then just, Somehow it always happens, and it's just wonderful to watch these women. You know they, you know they've gone through some rough times, and yet still they just—I mean, just so happy and just almost eight years, I think. I think so, something like that. Yeah, and, what, and tell everybody exactly what they do and like when they do it, where they—they they do, do it. it the second and fourth Sunday of the month, and they go over there and um, kind of off of Sprague Street, somewhere on right the, there, yeah. West side of, of downtown. Pete, right off Pete Harris, there's a little yeah. a parking lot. Somebody lets them use, and they pass. They feed the homeless. They go out there, and she provides clothes when she can. She brings them, um, you know, brings Bibles. them little Bible. Yes, <laughs> Bibles. But and, it's really neat because there's a full church service there. Right. Yes. And right. Um, it starts out with um, the food. I'm gonna right. go yeah. ahead and get that out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And then when their bellies are full, they cover it up and they say, okay, now it's time for us to feed your soul or, you know, for Amen. God to feed your soul. So they have some worship. So there's always time. Very good. Um, it, it really, it caters to the crowd that's there. Everybody gets into it. It's very uplifting. And then after that, um, there's a word. And Andrea has been to... Um, ministry school um that's um gail's daughter she provides um a nice message every single time um and then afterwards there's a time for prayer a little bit more worship and then they open up the food again and there's time for them to have another meal wow if they want some to go if yes. there's some left they get that too and then they're definitely sent off with a sandwich bag that we're able to bring right now. Praise the Lord. You know, um, that's one of the things that uh, that I like about that ministry. And I'm so excited that you guys are partnering into this ministry. And, you know, this is where uh, one of the, the dynamics that we really want to see changed in the church worldwide. Yes. Well, and more particularly in America <laughs> is where we get out of a four wall mindset, you know, and we go out and we get into the streets and we rub elbows with people who are hurting. Right. Um, and we provide services for them, not only food and water, but we also are bringing the message, the word, uh, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's, you know, so many ministries miss that. So many ministries are, you know, here's your sandwich. Right. But, um, you know, we don't want to feed their body and not give them an opportunity to save their soul. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about their ministry. Um, you know, that's one of the things that we do at our church, which, um, you know, whenever we go to our nursing home, we provide, um, you know, care. We go and visit. We talk to them. You know, we, you know, we might make some crafts for them or something like that. But the main gist of it is we also provide a church service for them. And, you know, that's yes. the same exact model uh, that you're describing in Four Hearts. And that's why it's such a wonderful ministry. Um, I believe because you're we're doing what we're supposed to do. Um, could you maybe um, uh, tell us? Has there been any challenges as you've launched this new food truck business? You know, you guys. Um, you know, you know the Bible. You know the Word of God. You've been <laughs> in church. You've been through a lot. You've been through trials. Um, you also know food, the food business because oh, yeah. uh, Joey is a, a Trejo of the Trejo family and. Uh, making tacos is in his blood. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there sometimes can be a, um, a time whenever those things conflict or you face persecution or you face obstacles that normal businesses wouldn't. Um, have you experienced any hardship as far as being an outspoken, um, you know, believer? <laughs> I was at the park with a group of moms and I was approached by, I think it was Channel 3 News Guy. And just on a personal level, he was asking me my opinion about um, the In God We Trust being in schools in the state of Louisiana, published on this school and in the curriculum. And um, it really wasn't necessarily trying to change anybody's heart towards God, the way that he said it and the way that I've read about this new thing that they're trying to pass. It was mainly about the historical aspect of what our country was founded on mm -hmm. and why erase history. History about somebody that was horrible is still history, but history about God is still history. Right. And so I was really um, appalled that that would be taken out, but I also can tell you for sure that it has been minimalized because whenever I was doing school with my own kids, um, between history class, you know, you go through the ages in uh, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, you're coming up from caveman all the way up to the 18, 1900s, whatever. Well, over the time that we're learning about Jesus, it was given a day, maybe two days of class. But the time that we're learning about Muhammad, it was given a month and a half or something. It was just day after day after day. Wow. And it was exhausting. And because we were doing the um, public school online, I'm pretty sure that that was the state of Louisiana's go-to. That's their curriculum that they choose for everybody in this state of Louisiana. And I wasn't pleased with that. And I thought there should be a shift. So I told the guy my opinions. I was trying to keep it to a minimum, but apparently I like to talk. So, um... That went on the news, but prior to it being on the news and prior to it being on their Facebook page, somehow it got out to some guy who says he's atheist of America. And so he calls our house phone, which is our business phone, and starts to talk to Joey about how, I don't know, what did he say, Joey? He said um, that um, our opinions are wrong and that... Um, it, I'm trying to think. He said that um, you know we shouldn't be out there. He's going to boycott our business and do whatever he can. And um, he just kept saying, you know, he was trying not to scare me. And I was just like, well, that's okay, buddy. You do what you need to do. I was like, you know, it's not, it's not a problem. Um, 
you know, I just I was so flustered though at first because I was not expecting a phone call like this. You know, <laughs> now you know I was like I'm ready for it. They call back. I'm gonna be well. Let's come, come have some lunch. Let's sit down and talk. You know, let's right. you know, like say you know. It's, and if they show up, hey, I'm hey. Here's a water. Y'all thirsty? If it's hot, hey, you know, I'm not. They're not gonna bother me. I'm not gonna let yeah. them scare me, bully me. But I just thought it was funny because you know he said that you know that my opinion is wrong and it just seems like well that's your opinion but how come yours is yours is right but I'm not entitled to mine like right. that really I was just like I was thinking about them like how come his and I almost said it but I knew that I did not want to get drug into a fight over the phone I just like I'm not going to do it I'm just going to tell him you know to let it go just you yeah. know that's fine and just see what happens and we'll go from there yeah, uh, so. liberal tolerance is actually intolerant you know right. of Christians it, right. it is you know tolerant of everything you want to um, you know, uh, transform a three-year-old boy into a girl surgically, hey, be tolerant. But, you know, they cannot stand whenever a Christian stands up for what they believe. And that is right. um, so, you know, one of the things that I like about that is that you guys stood your ground. You know, you guys prayed, um, you know, you stood your ground. But it is, you know, it can be very fearful whenever somebody threatens your livelihood. Right. Um, and you don't know how that's going to turn out. And you really have to just turn to God and release the care to God. And so many people have to do that. Now, maybe they're not having to do that with their entire livelihood like you guys did. But maybe explain to us how, you know, you just began to release that burden to God. And, you know, I know that God's my provider, <laughs> you know, and greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. God's going to take care of us. That's right. How did you process through that as you were being pressured? I was, um, like I, said, I will say at first I was pretty, like I say, I, I really got worried because I know, you know, information's out there. And I was just like, oh, and it really bothered me at first. But then the more I thought about it, I was just like, I'm really not going to worry about it because, like you said, it is all in God's hands. And whatever happens, happens. I'm not going to be worried about it because it's not in my control. And I know if something bad, you know, like they do boycott the business, somehow we do close, it's all for a purpose. It's not going to just go to waste. It's not going to be for nothing. And that's why I'm not going to stress about it either way because everything is for a reason. You know, that's, you know, we did, like I said, we lost that business before. And, but, you know, now we sprouted, you know, maybe, you know, for me, like say, I was used to those big buildings, you know, now everything has to pack. But we lost that because of our own self, right, not my because own, of God. My, so my, this but, is actually yeah. a gift because God's given us a second chance that we don't really deserve. Right. But, you <laughs> but know, we knew we were doing the right thing. And that's where my piece comes from is that we knew we were doing the right thing when we started the business. We had a plan. God had a plan. He says, do this, this, and this. And we hit every mark before opening. And one of those marks was doing something with our church to provide food. Remember that was, and that was our generator broke that day. <laughs> and if we'd have been in an event, our generator would have broke at the event, but instead it broke at the church, which is cool. Right. Because <laughs> everybody was fine. We heated up the food inside. It, did, it worked out fine. And our, um, our, uh, one of the other ones was to find um, an outlet um, to provide food <clears throat> for needy. And we hit that mark right on the head. Right. And there was another thing. I don't remember what it was, but we hit all those marks. And so we know that we followed God's plan in opening the business. We followed God. And it wasn't even our idea. It was God's idea. And then we followed God's plan in the meantime. And so the peace really was just there as soon as that that as soon as Joey told me about the phone call, I was just like, whatever. I mean, at first I was like, that's not nice. Yeah, right. But then I was just like, well, what's the next thing that we're going to do if we're not going to do the food truck? It'll be okay. Right. Sounds fun. What are wow. we going to do? <laughs> you know, and it really a... didn't take but like 10 minutes to get from, yeah. oh my, to 
Oh well. <laughs> well, for me, it was a couple hours. I, it was in my head because I'm the one who got the call. Though, that I'm night. And it was like right. it was late when so, I got called. Like, yeah, it was like nine. Seven, or eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was just like it, it bothered me for a little bit. I was just like, and it, that's what she said. You know, God has a plan, and I was right. just like, then I started thinking on that instead of the phone call. And there you go. And then that's just, then it hadn't bothered me ever since, you know. And I, and I just made you, you know, I warned my little buddy that works with me, you know, if they show up, huh? do not, you know, don't push, don't fight with them, don't, do not, you know, just let them be. I said, you yeah. know, that, that way we yeah. don't want to cause any more trouble, you know, just, yeah. that's well, all we're going to do. Just, let God do the fighting, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that it's so amazing. And I think it's kind of neat how you can see in your own family that, you know, this dynamic where you help each other out, you help each other. <laughs> walk through these issues where you both have you know different strong points right. um, and there's always going to be that initial setback like oh wow this is about to right. get real right um, but you actually move from oh wow to you know what God's got this and you know one of the verses that you know comes to mind is um, whenever in uh, Philippians when it says that we're to cast all our cares on God um, and then you know to release those things worry not you know, to not be anxious about anything, and, and that the the peace of God that passes all understanding, you know, will come, will uh, come into our hearts and keep us, keep our hearts and minds in Jesus. And you know, that's one of the things that that comes to mind as I'm listening to you because you have a supernatural peace about a situation. You know, um, other Christian businesses are going through similar experiences. We have the bakers in, I think, Oregon and Colorado, and you have Chick-fil-A and different places. Um, And it is supernatural whenever God's people are facing opposition, and they just have a peace that passes all understanding. If somebody threatens your livelihood, most people panic. And it is a supernatural peace that, you know, provides. And, and you know, I want, you know, the if you're listening, you know, to understand that that peace that passes all understanding is not exclusive for super Christians. It's normal Christianity. It's just trusting God. Um, maybe if somebody's listening and they're facing a hardship for, you know, maybe they're they feel like they're supposed to give to the church or a missionary or they're supposed to do this, but it might cost them this. Do you have some maybe words of wisdom or comfort that you may give them about just stepping out and doing the right thing and knowing God's going to be there? Right. Um, I would say, I remember, you know, when we first started going to church, you know, about tithing, I was just like, how am I going to give 10%? How do I do, you know, I, I don't understand, you know, I'm already stretched, you know, and she's like, but you just have to do it. And just by faith. And, you know, and it, what's funny is, is you give that 10% and then you're like, well, where did, you know, how do, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing with my bills, but somehow it always meets. I don't know how, I, and I didn't make any more money, but somehow money just stretched farther, you know, and, and then like, you became the guy who always said, well, just give more. It's okay. Right. Just give more. It's okay. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. But it's just like, that's just, you know, it, it, and it wasn't usually the money more coming in, but just something always had, you know, it just stretches farther and it, it's unexplainable to me sometimes. I don't understand. Or sometimes other things just fall into place better. Yeah. Like yeah. Ext- um, other things are extended yes. or spread out or cost less or it doesn't matter. But, somehow, but it's okay because, um, even if you have to make that decision, maybe you need to have a 
smaller house or a different car or something like that. That's not usually the case, but hey, it could be that case. But but why go ahead and drive your seventy thousand dollar car when when that's really not what you should be spending your money on? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You just got to plan it out. Yeah. Pray about it. Exactly. <laughs> Prayer. Yeah, you know. That I mean, I don't know. Exact <laughs> word. That w- is. One of the things about that verse that you know, the peace that passes all understanding. You know, before that, it says, you know, to be anxious for nothing. But in, you know, in everything to give thanks and pray, you know, and that's where most people miss the mark is because they're not praying. And, you know, and that's one of the things that um, I will say, um, you know, about this family is it's a praying family. You know, I've come to know the trios over the last five years. And, um, you know, this is a praying family and I've seen God do amazing things in your life because of your prayer life. And. Um, you know, I think that that, I think that that is a major catalyst, uh, a major, uh, a major ingredient to this peace that passes all understanding that most people miss. Right. Would you agree with that? Oh, yes. I mean, that's what like, you know, our Monday night prayer meetings, you know, I don't know what it is about that prayer time. I don't know if it's that you go out of your way to meet there or something, but that is special. I mean, you know, you, you, of course you have your good prayer time at home, but that's special prayer time. Like that is, I, I don't understand it. I can't explain it. But when you get, when you do, when I do that, I come and I pray and I'm just like, like that is just different prayer. And I, I don't understand it, but I mean, like I can be, you know, we'll walk in, we're not too happy with each other and you leave there and it's just like, <laughs> You know, all that with your strength just melted away. I don't know why. It just, you know, it, the problem's not gone. It's still there, but yeah. it's just, you know, it's just, I can't believe, like, that has always been one of my things is that prayer meeting is just wonderful. I mean, like, I love, I hate missing them when I do, but I, you know, I try not to, but that is special prayer time. And, and I just, I mean, I wish more people could come to that because that really is, just does something for you. I mean, it just, I don't know. It, I, I love that. Amen. It, it's amazing to me how a prayer meeting can change your your attitude. I always say, you know, God gives me an attitude adjustment more times than people understand. Yes, because I, you know, I may be feeling this or I may be feeling that, mm. and like you said, the problem's still there when you're done praying. But God gives you an attitude adjustment. He he, you know, helps you to see it differently, right. and he helps you to understand where he is in the situation. Right. And once you understand God's got you and God's with you, then you can face those mountains. They're no they're no longer mountains because God's with you. Right. right? About is... two weeks before we were opening, I actually had um, a miscarriage, and I haven't ever had any issues. I've had two older kids they're fine but this was really um just another thing and um but somehow i had incredible um peace throughout all of that and um it's really hard to explain my mom even comes to me uh, a month or two ago and she's like oh, oh no it was a little bit long maybe three months ago she's like um yeah your sister and I were talking, do you want to release some balloons or something? And I was like, I'm not sure what you're talking about. And she's like, you know, when that time comes, when, when the baby would have been due. And I was like, oh no, I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) But that was actually the biggest fear my whole life that I can remember. That was probably the worst thing that I think could have ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. But, um, it really wasn't something that, God couldn't deal with, but 
it was at a bad time, yeah, because we were about to open a business. But but I remember thinking it's not going to get in my way. It's not gonna it's not gonna make me give up on God. I'm not mad at God. Um, we're still going to do this, and and it just it wasn't because it just made me busy to be with the business. I really truly had um, peace about it. Yes. So yes. Satan didn't win that one either. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And that messed with me for a little while. That was yeah. just like I, that I, I was just like. Why? I just, I, it took me a long, a little while to get over that because that was really a hard time, you know. Because I just, like I said, we've never had, you know, no problem. Like, and it was Came just out like of nowhere. <laughs> wait, you know. And then we're supposed to be focusing on doing all this, and it's like, and that, I mean, and again, faith. That is the only yes. thing that gets you from point A to point B because it's Amen. you know you you can't. I, I couldn't see like when they told us that we lost the baby. Like my head was like I couldn't even see getting to tomorrow because I'm like. What happened? I'm in my head. I'm just trying to understand what happened. Yes, and not physically or physically. Right. No, no, no. Like, Ooh. just why is this happening? <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why? Why is yeah. this going on right now? It I took a couple was, prayer meetings, right? I, 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 I call that. I call that the rug being pulled out from us. You yeah. know, because yeah. you're, 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 it's like, what is going on when yeah. you know this? Uh, we had a miscarriage and, um, you know, same thing. And I, I thank God because, um, my wife's doctor is a Christian. He's, he teaches Sunday school and things like this. And I mean, he, he just came immediately to us and prayed over us. And I thank God for that because I, I was speechless. I didn't know what this, I mean, it's just, you, you just, wow, is this really happening? Right. Um, and I find in those situations, you know, a lot of people, it, you take it one of two ways. You either, um, get mad and you run away from God or, you know, you run towards God and you ask God for help and comfort and God faithfully, faithfully gives you that comfort, that peace. Um, we don't understand why things happen, but we know who to go to for our comfort. And, you know, we know who draws nigh to the brokenhearted and we know who heals the brokenhearted. Right. You know, and that's and the you Lord. You can switch from being angry and go straight to God. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, Because exactly. you might have that at first. You know, I that's mean. what exactly. uh, we sing that song, you know, it's, it's yes, 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 and amen. But that yes isn't always the yes that we're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, that's, it's it, like, it, uh, blessed be the name of the Lord. He right. gives and he takes away. That's right. that's right. But still, my heart will say, blessed be the name of the Lord. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, like, that's just. It just doesn't look the same how we think it is. You yes. know, well, we got this pictured, and it can be completely different from what, but it's still God's plan, and that's all that matters. Amen. Amen. It's such a, been such a great time visiting yes. with you guys. Uh, this is the um, the Trejo family. This is Joey and Daniel Trejo, and their business, if you want to support them, their business is called You Need a Taco, and if... You know, it's getting close to lunchtime here on Friday, and you might be thinking that you do need a taco. Um, <laughs> tell everyone how they could find your business because, you know, they want to support Christian businesses and, and find where you're located at. How can they get in touch with you, see your menu, and, and follow you? Facebook. Um, just go to Facebook and look up You Need a Taco, one word. And well, You, you Need a you, is you, one word. Yeah. U-N-E-E-D-A and then taco. Yeah. Okay. We have um, a menu on there. We have pictures on there. But we also post our weekly schedule. All right. We're usually somewhere at least five, six times a week. And what about, <laughs> uh, you know, the things that you serve? Are they just kind of the Taco Bell kind of tacos? Or oh, what, no. what do no you crispy, serve? No hard time. We do, you know, barbacoa, carnita, street taco types. Then we do what we call uh, specialties like a, a jerk chicken, a Korean 
barbacoa taco. Um, Some fusion, yeah. Fusion, maybe call that Burrito, um, quesadilla, loaded tots, and some churros. Oh, churros. Wow. <laughs> it sounds good. Now, one thing I can say is I've had the vegan taco, uh, potatoes and cabbage, and I can attest that it is very good. Yes. Um, so um, when when somebody goes to Facebook, they look up You Need a Taco, um, they they can find you. Um, where normally are you? Are you in Shreveport, Bossier, just kind of mixed, mixed all over? Yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't stick to any one side. The only, um, you know, we have two lunches we do every week, uh, on Jordan on Tuesday and... Uh, 8.20 Jordan by Specialist Hospital, Tuesday lunches and... Usually Drug Emporium Thursday lunch. But yeah, other than that, we just bounce around the rest of the week just because, you know, people want us here, there, and neighborhoods. Right. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then on Sundays, they can find you at church That's and then right. helping right. out with Four Hearts of Ministry Every on feeding the homeless. Second and fourth Sunday. So if you want to help this Christian business out, um, look up You Need a Taco on Facebook. You can um, find them on there. And listen, we want to thank you for joining us on today's program. If you don't have a church home, we want to welcome you and invite you to Gospel Lighthouse Church. We're having service. Services this weekend, 1045 a.m., 6 o'clock p.m., 4350 Panther Drive in Bossier City. We'd love for you to come uh, see us, come visit, worship the Lord, and you're going to hear the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. So uh, once again, I want to thank the Trejo family for being here. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. Get out there and get involved in your church. Thank you very much. You have been listening to Defending the Faith with Pastor Kenny Word of Gospel Lighthouse Church in Bossier City. Defending the Faith uses foundational principles, fundamental teachings, and faithful preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to influence the world and strengthen believers in their daily walk. Gospel Lighthouse Church is located at 4350 Panther Drive in Bossier City. Go to churchlighthouse.com for more information. And please tune in again next time for Defending the Faith.